It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. God. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, yeah. We're back. Woo. Did everybody have a good late uh, Memorial Day weekend? It was beautiful. Blissful. Beautiful. I Blissful. Wanted to, I'll be honest, though. I, I said to my wife at some point yesterday, I was like, yeah, I wish we were doing a show today. You told me that earlier I'm today. I'm missing it. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I never said that once. I did not have I that same I love you guys, feeling. but I never said that once. <laughs> it did yep. feel a little weird. I was right? Like, okay, my, <laughs> Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'm Jay Crawford. Later in the show, I am going to talk, we're all going to talk, about an absolute head-scratching contract from the Cleveland Browns. What are they thinking? Later on in the show, I'm going to let you know that there is a major difference. People have taught me there's a major difference between barbecues and cookouts. I had no idea. Wow, Wow, that'll be interesting. I'm actually going to talk about, I mean, I was going to talk about something else, but now I just found out that Garrett here met his wife and married her three days after actually meeting her. That's when he got engaged. Speedy Gonzalez. And I I think we have to address that. (laughs) I do too. At some point, I don't care what else we're supposed to be on the schedule. That's the most interesting thing on the docket today. No doubt. And he dropped it uh, literally 20 seconds before the show started. Yeah. I lost my eyes and we popped that. I lost my breath. They're like, what you talking about? For Good real? Lord. <laughs> Sounds like quite a tale. It's a hell of a story. Adam, what do you uh, got? I am a Mac Commissioner, Dr. John Steinbrecher, and we got another problem here. <laughs> a big fight between Mac schools, Kent Boom. State, Ohio. Uh, another problem. Had I known, I would have worn my Bowling Green yeah, stuff. should have. I had no idea we were going Mac The Pride. battle of Halloween parties. That's true. Which is best. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been to both. My, my boat goes to OU. I don't know what things are like these days, but yeah. in, the, in the late 80s. Uh-huh. I still go every year. Hey. And... Um, no, I don't really. What if I went to Halloween every year at college? No, you win. O- OU wins Halloween. OU yeah. is the biggest party school in Ohio, isn't it? Yeah, it's used to be one of the biggest in the country. Yeah. I think Arizona has since... Wisconsin is pretty good. Wisconsin. Do you hear that, potential employers? OU is the biggest party school in Ohio. As if you're hiring a party planner, uh-huh. yes. that might be great. Otherwise, they can multitask though. They can drink and have to have stringent, uh, you know, grades. You have to. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Up. That's and way to go. Very quickly, apparently. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Man, yeah, we're, we're definitely getting into it. Let's start with the Browns. Um, Greg Newsom, who was on yeah. this program a couple of weeks ago, we love him. He's got a very, very high bar for the Cleveland Browns defense this year. Listen to what Greg Newsom told Cleveland.com about how good this Cleveland defense could be. We're capable of whatever we want. Our goal is to be the number one defense in the whole NFL. Bull, is that crazy talk or is that realistic? No, I don't think it's crazy talk at all. I mean, every year, defense is so unpredictable from year to year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, if you play – I'll take it to fantasy because everybody loves fantasy football, right? Woo! When, when you play – Mike, do you play fantasy football? I do, poorly. Right, good, good. <laughs> think about, like, I, you always know the biggest dummy in the league – because it's the guy who drafts defense first. First, yeah. Because you can never predict 
whose defense is good. See, offense is easier to predict because you know who the quarterback is. Right. And if he's good, your offense is usually going to be good. I think there's a couple of usual suspects that are going to be in the top three or four. For defense or quarterback? For defense. I always feel but, like, you know, if you look at their usual suspects, yeah. they, they tend to stay up there for a couple of years. But, I, but I, outside of like three or four, to me, it's all... It's just a Yeah, jump. but even that three or four, they could drop to eight or ten. I don't know that they're always in the top five. It really rotates, whether it's fantasy or reality. And the reality is that the Browns' defense for the second half of last season was a, was a top ten defense. They were great last year. The back year. end of the yeah. top ten, yeah. but they were a top ten defense. In my estimation at this point, I don't think there's a single defense in the league that is elite. There's no the days of the the great 85 Bears or those Giants teams back in the day or the Ravens with Ray Lewis. That doesn't exist. I don't think unless they change football again, which they shouldn't, it'll ever exist again. I think we're going to have rotating even the Seahawks from a number, you know, five, mm-hmm. six, seven years ago, yeah. whatever it was. The Browns are in the mix to be one of the best defenses. Now, there's certainly questions at linebacker. There's certainly questions up front, especially at tackle. And there's questions of health in the secondary because they do have a number of injury-prone guys. But if the Browns catch some breaks, which, to be honest, they didn't last year. They were low in turnovers from the defense. I think turnover that's margin a, is the most underrated stat in right. all of football. In mm-hmm. a way, it's kind of random, And you can't rely though. on their, right. that you're always going to get exactly. them. Exactly. They got random. unlucky last year, so leads me to believe maybe they'll get lucky this year. Sure. They got unlucky with some injuries last year. Maybe they'll get lucky this year. There's no guarantee. But certainly, if the Browns stay healthy and they figure it out at defensive tackle, there's no reason they couldn't be. Right. I don't so know that I predict them there. for sure, That's but it's a possibility. Mike, yes. what do you think? Do you think that they could be the top-ranked defense? First of all, it just made me happy because you reminded me, you'd much rather have them be better at the second half of the year than the first half of the year. That's, Absolutely. Right? Yes. That's, that's great yeah. that that's where they were. It, that seems yeah. to be the direction they were going in. I don't know whether they're going to be top. I mean, if you and if you look it up, I looked it up just to, out of curiosity to see who are they saying is going to be the top defense next yep. year. And, of course, they have Buffalo up there, sure. which is unsurprising. And I think they have the Packers up there, too. And I, like, and, oh, no, L.A. They have the they yeah, have L.A. Rams. up there. Yeah, yeah, right, of course, right. the Rams. Yeah. And so, like, but you, you're right. You don't know. Some team's going to sneak up there. And it's going, it, it always surprises you. Some team just comes out of nowhere with their right. defense, and I hope that's the case. I was more focused about uh, on the fact that he made these statements and how do you feel about the fact that he's making these statements. Do you like these bold proclamations? You got no problem with it. You got no problem with it. I, I, I think we make too I big a it. deal when you guys say, we're going to be love great it. or we're going to win a game. And who cares? What do you, what do you want? I don't want? I don't want the guy to say, we suck or right. we're not very good. I want him to be confident, especially a guy who's played well, and there's reason to be confident. Yes, yeah. We I like it in the macro. I, I, I like it in the macro. Here's yeah. what I don't like. Yeah. You're getting ready to play Cincinnati, and on Tuesday or Wednesday right. of that week, right. you pop off and say, "We're gonna take that I don't ball think away." The receivers are all that good. Right. No, that's stupid. Like yeah. I that's hate stupid. that kind yeah. of bold proclamation. That crosses over from from confidence to stupidity. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. With that. I can yeah. take both. Either one. I can take the humility thing. We're just like we're just gonna keep. We're not thinking about. We're not thinking about who's the best. We're just gonna go out and prove it. Right. And I like the, the confidence. Both can work. I think either sure, one of those can work. Yeah. It's just the one does look stupid if you make those bold proclamations yes. and then you yep. go out and get your ass handed that's to true. you. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's yeah. not good at all. Are the pieces there, G. Bush? Yes. Uh, the Browns will be a top three defense this year. Top three? That is top three. Um, yeah. and, and the reason is it, it's just continuity. And I'm not a big fan of continuity, just saying it for the sakes you know, of saying continuity. But just think about it. We've been on the show a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Think about where you were the first week and think about where you are now. Right. Uh, you know people, you're more comfortable, they can throw more things at us, we can put graphics on, we got right. people, sound and audio is getting better every single day. <laughs> you know? I like the analogy. Right. So now, you go out here and you look at the situation with the Cleveland Browns. 
they brought everybody back except for maybe the two defensive tackles. Right. So you you look at what they can. Well, do. they did lose Hill in the back end of the defense. Right, they traded him. Yes. But all gone. their key players on like defense. It, you're right. All their yeah. key players on defense are all returning players. Oh, yeah. Delpit, exception. Delpit is in in his second year. Yeah. After the surgery, he should yeah. be better. I think it was a big breakout year for him. Yeah. You also look at Greedy Williams played well last year. He's back. All your secondary. Jok has some injuries last year, but he's yeah. a rookie. So nice. now, guess what? What Joe Woods can do. He can now throw more at you instead right. of you learning stuff. You guys are they, these guys are out there putting packages in two, three weeks. Blitz packages, uh, uh, moving uh, Ronnie Harrison down. He even showed up and came back again. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons they're excited about it is when we talk about Judavian Clowney, when they when he showed up at camp, he was supposed to come later. You know how he get down. He's yeah. like, I ain't trying to do that. It is. Yeah. But when Judavian Clowney showed up and was back at camp. I think people was like, oh, we're real. I think we can do something because everybody's locked in right now. Yeah. And there was one one caveat. Bull, you said it. I, the defensive tackle. They could figure out. If you can get it. me in Dominican Sue or, or a guy of that ilk, I think the Browns definitely, we ready to go. Yeah, he just I, got me excited. I'm sorry. One more thing he just got me excited about was we do have a lot of loaded potential hidden talent on this team still that hasn't yeah. realized yet. Sure. Greedy yeah. Williams really yes. only has one year under his we belt because of his injury year. Haven't seen Delpa much at all. And now we got JOK with one more year of experience. Yep. I mean, that kid's going to be scary. He already had yeah. stuff figured out more than most rookies last year. Yeah. Imagine with a year under his belt. And John Johnson had a, was a disappointment last year. Yeah. I expect him to be a lot better. He was great with the Rams. Yeah. He was average at best last year. Second year in the system, he should be a lot better. I like Walker a lot. I mean, they were dinged yeah. last year on the defensive side. Mm -hmm. It seems like every week they were coming, right. rolling out with two starters that couldn't play. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, if you'd asked this question of me two weeks ago, I would have said no. I think they're a, a, a solid top 10 defense. I don't think they have the potential to lead the way. If you're the NFL's best defense, I know that you're saying it's kind of fluky and it does have so much to do with turnovers. But if you're the if you're the NFL's top ranked defense, you're giving your chance your team a chance to win no matter who you play every week out. I'm not quite sure we're to that point, but I will say this: with the signing of Clowney, I think they are ready to be a top five defense. And if things break their way, because again, I think so much of it is health yes. and turnovers. Yes. But if things break their way and they stay healthy and they can get the turnovers, which sometimes you all know they're flukes. Mm -hmm. But Absolutely. if you can get the turnovers and stay healthy, I think they can be a top three or who knows, maybe even lead the league in defense because I think they're more what we saw in the back half of the season than they yes. were the first half of the yeah, season. Yeah, and we knew it was going to take time because there were so many new faces last year. This year, no new faces, or at least not in key spots. I mean, think about it. Nine of the 11 starters, and I, in my mind, there's five guys in the secondary and only two linebackers that I'm thinking about as starters, mm -hmm. and that's Walker and JOK. Right. The five guys in the secondary and the two defensive ends, those nine players are all returners. They all have more experience. Now, again, the injuries could sabotage it, but in those nine spots, there's not much weakness. Like, those are nine at least solid yeah. players, and in some cases, spectacular What about players? depth, though? Because so often, especially on the, on, on, on the front line, yes. you're rotating guys in. We've seen this no the doubt. last decade in the NFL. They try to keep guys fresh. You need backup players that can come in and play 15, 20 snaps a game and spell the starters. I'm a little concerned about our, our depth on the front. I think I, yes. I, on the back of the defense, I like it. On the front of the defense, I don't like our depth. Yeah, they, have I some agree. Ta they got a little talent up there. It's just the fact that the talent is unproven. 
uh, Jordan Elliott, uh, Tommy Togiai. We don't know what they're going to, you know, what's Winfrey going to be? Uh, what, right. What's Winfrey going to be? Uh, you know, they, they addressed it in Taven, um, Brian, he, he's coming in and he's going to play. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to be penciled in as, as the number one three technique off bat. So they got a couple of people up there. I think Winovich Sheldon outside Day. is some depth right I like, there, right? Yeah, I, I he's like got some move. potential, especially yes. as like a third pass rusher. Yep. I, I would still like to see, like they did last year, was it Malik Jackson they brought it? Was he Malik Jackson? Yeah. I would like to see them make a move like that still. Mm-hmm. Bring in a veteran for a million dollars. He had to, some huge games. Right? Yeah. You need, you, I get that one. They don't have any veteran presence in the middle of that D-line. At this point, anybody you're signing is a million, you know, it's barely above the minimum. Sure. Go sign, go add a guy like that into the mix with those young players to A, add to your depth, or and B, be there if the young players don't pan and, out. And Bull, I think this is the exact reason why a lot of people were saying if Deshaun Watson gets a suspension in the first four, if he gets four games, I don't think no one in Cleveland is blinking. Four games, you look at the way the schedule breaks. Right. They're playing teams like the Jets is starting off. And if you got a defense in a running game, all right. you need to all you need to go be protected Not to screw is make up. a couple passes. Yeah, no, just don't screw action. it up. Don't turn it over. Don't screw it up. Yep. And they could come through that even with a backup quarterback. They could come through that three and one. Easy. If things go their way, yeah, they could run even, the first four. And even if you did go two and two, it you could survive that yeah, sure. two and two. Now, Absolutely. If the suspension's longer, it's a different story. I right. do think we should take a moment and recognize something that we do we don't take a step back and maybe appreciate enough because we've had some good fortune over the last couple of years. Can you think about how terrible like this defense has been since you've even been here? Just oh think of some of the players that we've tried to get excited about. Oh. Think about some of the people we had starting at cornerback at certain times, oh. and the fact and we talked ourselves into maybe you know, yes. maybe yeah. they're oh, going to yeah. play a lot better than they ever have in, in their exactly. entire career. In, in history. Well, we overpaid them to yes. come here. Yes, and the right. fact that we are now just like I don't, I kind of don't like our depth at linebacker <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. That's what a, a nice place to, to be I in. Mean, we Thank would start God, Jason Tresnick. Oh, don't. Don't. Brian Bowdy Calhoun. Oh, don't Calhoun us. I can't even think of that. Who was that uh, like five, six, seven years ago? They signed that white dude from the Ravens, a defensive lineman. We paid him a boatload of money. Your boy. uh, I can't even think of his name. What is. Oh, goodness. He He left quite the impression. And he was good with the Ravens. He had all this talent around him. Oh, Kruger. Paul Kruger. Yeah, Kruger. Kruger. That's right. I mean, nice guy. It's a great point. Like the Browns for a lot of years, even in the last decade, it was like they had Joe Hayden. Who was that? Who was that? Dequell Jackson. Dequell Jackson. And that was about it. Who's the, yeah. who's the cornerback that re- played cornerback for us for like eight years and is always backing everybody up? I can't believe I'm spacing on it right now. Uh, it was a nightmare to see him in there. It's all right. I'll think yeah. of it during the break. It's, it's all By that, I mean, I'll Google it during the break. Got, we've got some guys now. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and if we're McFadden. arguing that the unit everybody here agrees isn't the strength of this team, mm-hmm. can be in the top five in the NFL. Yeah. If the offense lives up, you can see why there's huge expectations right. around this football no team doubt. this year. Because I think everybody here would, without even hesitation, say, oh, this team is offensive driven. That's where all the, that's where the majority of the stars are. And if, if everything goes their way and Watson plays, they're going to score points. No so doubt. if you're talking about a top five, even a top ten ranked defense, this team's going to win double-digit games. But there will be some adjustment for the offense. As good as Deshaun Watson is, he's working with a new coach. He's working with players he's never played with before. Sure. No matter how good you are, except for maybe Tom Brady, there's an adjustment. So, I like with the defense last year, I would expect the Browns' offense to be much better the second half of the year than the first half. Yeah. They're really talented. I'm not saying they're going to be bad in the first half of the year, but they'll be better once the chemistry develops. Like the defense. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Last year. Yes. It's, it's tough to, you know, in the AFC North, man. It's tough. You, when you're playing Joe Burrow um, twice a year, you're playing Lamar Jackson, and, it, and they stress you out in different ways. Like, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, trust and believe, will go back to what they do. They're going to run Lamar Jackson to death. Yeah. They're going to run those running back. J.K. Dobbins is going to be back. They invest up front. Gus, uh, both both their running backs. Both of their backs. Gus, Edwards. Gus yeah. Edwards is yeah. back. He's a load. And then you look on the other end of the spectrum, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, stress you more than anybody vertically as far as the passing game. They got three. I think they got the best receiving core in the division. Without hard none. Yeah. Without and question. Joe Mixon is a top one or two back in the division. So they could do a lot. I mean, the Bengals are going to be great. Not to mention Joe Burrow is, is who he is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be tough to say that they're going to be a top three, um, you know, defense, especially given the fact that they're going to play Tom Brady. They're going to play Josh Allen, right. and they're going to play uh, Justin Herbert. It's going to be a lot of guys. A lot of game, a lot the of Browns could play great. The Bengals could play great. The Ravens could play great. And one of them could still miss the playoffs. With double-digit wins. Right. The AFC West is loaded. We know how good the Bills are. Depending on Tua, I'm not a big Tua guy, but I think the Dolphins have a really good roster. Their defense is phenomenal, you know. And they got, you know, they added AJ Brown to go with uh, uh, what's his name. The, I don't think uh, I don't think Tua is going to. No, make no, it, AJ guys. Brown's on Philly. They I don't added, think Tua is um, going to make Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. They Tyree and, and, Kill. and they got Jalen Waddle. So Jalen Waddle, two of the fastest dude in the game. And, and yeah, I'm not Tua, a believer. Right? I'm not a believer. Yeah, I, I, Tua, I, I, I don't. Th- I, you can add these Mercedes Benz on on each side, and I just don't think he's going to be able to get Probably the ball. Probably not. Through. But like he hasn't looked like he's just so good. Why right, you got a few really terrible teams. We know the Jets are terrible. We know the uh, the uh, Texans are terrible. And now Russ is in Denver. And Russ is, uh, yeah, the whole I mean, AFC West. Derek Carr's the worst quarterback in the AFC West. I don't want to say this. he's really this. good. I don't want to say this, yeah. but I just thought, I'm like, man, I mean, Baker Mayfield looked good in Miami, dog. Like, I was just sitting there thinking, like, did they draft a the guy? I mean, if you're the Dolphins, you can't give See, up on Tua thing for Baker. It, I, I, the I, deal I, there I, is the owner is all in on Tua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that, I don't think they're ready to make a change. No, but I think no. after this year, when he's added pieces, I still don't think Tua is going to be able to make that leap. Yeah. He just, his mechanics, everything Terrible. about him yeah, like, reeks good college quarterback, not able to make the transition to the NFL. kind of reminds me of Tim Tebow. His mechanics are not that bad, but, but they're, they're bad. bad. No, they're bad. Okay, he, looks, he doesn't big, look like an NFL looping delivery. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. This is going to make you guys football. feel good real quick. 2016 defensive starters for the Cleveland oh, Browns. Beautiful. 2016, not okay. long ago. Yeah. All right. Desmond Bryant, Jeez. Randy Starks, no Danny no. Shelton. Remember oh, Danny Shelton? He's great jumping on piles. Paul Kruger, Carlos Dansby, Craig Robertson. Nate Orchard, Ooh. Traymon Williams, Tashawn Gibson. Guys. Tashawn Gibson was a solid player. Yes. For a year. And 
Carl Stanton, we had been a good player, but he was washed up. We got a lot of that. We got a lot of that. We used to get guys like that And we pay him $40 million. He was great with the Cardinals. And you bring him over, you're like, what happened to that guy? They come here to retire. And he doesn't have any cast of characters around him. And the reality is, I was a big Deshaun Gibson guy, but he wasn't even that good, Deshaun Gibson. Why would you even He went elsewhere and did nothing. He looked good because he was playing with a bunch of guys. Right, he made a lot of stood out. All right, well, we're going to change the gears now. And it is time for our Tuesday version of... Seeing red. Uh-oh. Oh, look at him. <laughs> look so look how murderous he looks. I look so mad with those fake growls. No. <laughs> I look like I'm really angry. What was thing. your motivation when you were when you were shooting those? I, I don't know. I had no motivation. None I was thinking about Baker Mayfield. That's what it was. <laughs> I remember you made that up. That makes sense. Let me tell you something. I, I, so this weekend, I decided to do some random tweeting about the Cleveland Guardians. Uh Okay, I was frustrated after they lost Saturday. I didn't like the way they played that game. I put up this tweet. Guardians have now lost 10 of their last 14, and most of those games have been mediocre or bad teams. And I got a million responses from fans saying, well, what did you expect? What did you expect? They're a young team. We didn't think they'd be any good. What do you mean, what did I expect? First of all, I'm just putting out some factual numbers. They've lost 10 of 14. Yeah, you got to be careful when you do that on Twitter. They're going to come for you. What did I expect? I don't know. Not to lose 10 of 14 when you play the Reds and the Tigers and the Royals? Yeah, it's bad. I don't think they played the Royals, but that's not the point. They are now. Yeah, they they are now. So, I expect them to win some games, right? I, I, I expect them to at least be somewhere around 500, especially with the way they, the start they got off to, and it's been disappointing. And the other annoying part of that drove me crazy. Well, they're a young team, Bull. They're going to be blah, blah, blah in a couple of years. We've been hearing that about their offense for years. Yep. We heard about Clint Frazier. We heard about Bradley Zimmer. We heard about Nolan Jones, who hasn't even been able to make it to the majors. We heard about Bobby Bradley. We heard about Oscar Mercado. We heard about Daniel Johnson. I could go on and on. (laughs) None of these guys have panned out. None. Not a single one of the... Now, I'm not saying that I'm writing off Stephen Kwan or any of these young guys. Or Fran Mil Reyes, too. None of them. I'm not writing off any of them except Oscar Mercado I've written off. That's the one guy of the group. The rest of these guys, yes, I want to give them a chance. But you can't just say, well, they're young. Well, okay, maybe they shouldn't have a lineup that's got eight young guys and waste this great talent. But that's what happens when you're a low-budget team. But there's no excuse for them. That's when you say, well, they're all young, it's basically giving a pass to the owner for the situation. And that's not acceptable. A lower payroll, fine. Their payroll is a joke. It is a joke. And there's no excuse that can be made. Their payroll should be minimal double of what it is. Again, I'm not asking them to have the Yankees or the Dodgers payroll. I'm just saying every team in baseball Reasonable. should have a $100 million the, dollar payroll. Those teams spend 4 to $5 for every dollar the Guardians spend. Yes. You should never have that big of a gap. Yes, no. That and, disparity, you and need a hear, floor and you need a ceiling. It's you'll hear simple. people say, when, when you say that, but it doesn't guarantee that they're going to win anything. And it's like, no. You Nobody buy, you buy competitiveness. No, you know what it guarantees? It guarantees you're not going to suck. Competitiveness. For the most part. You buy yeah. competitiveness. You're going to be competitive. Yes. yes, once you get to the playoffs, it's a crapshoot. It yes. doesn't matter at that point. I will say this. Oscar Gonzalez yeah. looks tremendous. I know it's only five games or right. whatever he's been up. Yes. He looks like a major league talent. He's a big guy, aggressive swing. Yeah. He's hitting the hell out of the ball so far. Yes. And I think, and God, I'm such an optimist. You think, I know. I'm, like, I'm like 190 pounds of scar tissue. Yeah. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> oh, boy. In Terry, I trust. It's always, it's, I do guys, too. it's always June 1st, right? They, they, you know, they're eight games under 500. Yeah. And then June 1st happens, and Terry figures it out, and then they go off. 
Bieber looked like Bieber in his last he start. He did. Please, Zach was Please, Zach right. looked great last yep. night. Yep. The kid, the young kid, who we couldn't think of his name, he pitched again last night, had a one, two, three, seven. Yes. Still can't. Morgan. Eli, Eli Morgan. Morgan. By the way. Why did he come out for the eighth inning? I was just going to say that. He had thrown like 10, ten pitches. pitches. 10 pitches and two strikeouts. Yeah. And by the way, as you love Francona, I love Francona. It's still okay to criticize his decisions once in a while. It is. And I love night, Francona. Last night, I thought Eli Morgan looked as good as he did yes. last week when we talked about him. Yeah. Two. He had a 10-pitch seventh. Yeah. Struck out two guys. Yes. They go to the bullpen for the eighth inning. And three hitters later, a 3-1 game is tied well, with a guy on second. And that's, uh, uh, what's his name? Not Sandlin. Uh, Sandlin came in right. after. It was, uh, I just tweeted about him. Ah! This, sh- this show should be called, what's it's the- right on the top of my tongue. <laughs> Who came in before Whoever it was. I almost I, had it. I tweeted about him last night, too, and now I can't think of his freaking name. We'll figure it out. He's been either. terrible. It's Whoever, a- uh, I gotta look at my tweets. Let me think of. I think it's it's gonna drive me nuts. I think Bull's larger point, though, is yeah. It's sad that we have to be sifting through all of these things to try and find these diamonds and these positive things. No, you're right. Hope that somebody finally. But that's where we are. That's where the Cleveland. That is where we are. But we, but we have fans justifying it by saying, "Hey, they're young. What are you gonna do?" It's like not. You made that point earlier. That's not an excuse. No, it's not. And and you know what? I keep hearing this on the broadcasts, and I, I love the Guardians broadcast team. I really do. I think Matt and Rick do a great job, but. They have pounded home this point, and 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 the pregame and postgame show too. <laughs> you know the uh, the Guardians' average age is younger than the average AAA team. What's that tell you? Okay, that that's not a good thing. No. By the way, the Twins have the third youngest team in baseball. How are they doing? Yeah, I know. Well, we're chasing third, them. Or third or fourth, we're whatever. They're one them. of the youngest. Guys, that's guys, not excuse. Well, they, and by the way, you should have known that. Who was the pitcher? Did you figure Stephen, out? Stephen. Yes, yeah, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Three hitters. Terrible. Three hitters. Two extra base hits. Three hits. Yeah. It and was it three to matter. one. It didn't ultimately matter, right? Age. But well, you know what was funny? Sandlin came in. Yeah. And he threw. At one point, he had thrown fourteen pitches. Ten were balls. Four were strikes. Yeah. Still yell agree yes. with each other. And by the way, I didn't totally like agree. I didn't like Frank Kona taking McKenzie out with two outs in the eighth inning the other night too. I didn't either. You don't give I him a chance either. to get a win. He's pitched great. He, I mean, he's just been incredible. He has. And it's an error. That an error extends the inning, and you take him out after an error, yeah, and he only throw ninety pitches. Didn't I don't make sense. I, I'm with you. I know we got to move on here real quick. I got to show some love for thirty seconds. To Jose Ramirez, more Please. RBIs than games. He's the only wow. player in baseball, you know, that's played more than like 20 games. That has that. That's it, bananas. The, yeah. the Guardians are middle of the pack in baseball at getting on base, and in May they've been terrible at getting on base. Got, and yet this guy's got 51 RBIs. I got something profound yeah. here. This is crazy. Drop it. You don't have any ball players. Oh, wow. You don't have any guys. Take. <laughs> take. What's their record without Jose Ramirez right now? I actually have, I have he's no played, idea. He's played every if game had, one. But if you had to guess, yeah. what would their record be without oh, oh. Jose Ramirez? What would their record oh, be? Like 15 hey, games under 500. Let's do that tomorrow. Yeah. Right. One guy's holding that oh, team. Oh, my God. Game. They'd be 15 games under. Yeah. They might be the worst team in baseball without him. Yeah. The the, right argue, the, all, the the closing thing is they always say, well, we, they do a lot with what they have to work with. That's supposed to be the thing that we're supposed to be happy about. Look at that team. You got to respect what they've done. You got to respect what Terry does. But then you just have to say, imagine if they had stuff to work with. Yeah, we no. do have a great organization. And that's where we so all what if they had the some money? That's what if they had some money to actually work right. with? You're right. They do. Congratulations, Guardians. You do a lot with very little. What if you had something? Get them something. If yeah. you just had a $100 million payroll, if you had three added Boom. two, yeah. 
legitimate hitters to the lineup. We did in yeah. 16, and we were a few outs from winning the World Series. Well, they had like $130 million payroll that That's year. I'm, I'm only saying. asking for $100. We're at like yeah. $50 million payroll right now, while the Dodgers are at $300 million yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Dodgers Matt, spend the most. That can't be there. By the way, sorry. Dodgers have the highest payroll. They're the best team, and they got the number one rated farm system. Yep, too. yep. It's crazy. Um, we got to go. We're going to talk David Njoku, right? David Njoku. Man, this guy's born under the right star. <laughs> I, 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 we talked about this last week because we heard it was coming down the pike. It's actually a reality now. David Njoku <laughs> is the fourth highest paid tight end in the National Football League. Four years, just under $57 million. Half of that is guaranteed. My guess is he'll never see the back end of that deal. Because mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't see. Well, let's hope he becomes worth it. I hope, then, he, yeah. I, I hope he is. But yeah. if, if you go on what he's done in his five years in the NFL, yeah. his production puts him between 16 and 22, tight end wise. Yet he's number four right now in the NFL. And guys, he's just a handful of dollars behind guys like Kelsey, who... When you look at when you start comparing the production, right. it's nowhere close. Yeah, I don't understand why they had him on a franchise deal. Yes. and could have kept him this year to see what he's going to be with Deshaun Watson. No, I don't and they and all. they bought the farm when they could have rented it for another year. I just don't understand. Everyone that. seems to agree on that. No, I think no, the Europe. No, okay. well, what's the question? No. Yeah. Tell Wait, me what their no, thought no, process I don't agree is. With that. Wait, fan Nuggets, rea- we want McNuggets, the fan reaction to that point. Oh, yeah. McNuggets said yeah. that the internet. There, we, he was able to find guys on the internet that think this is somehow a good deal. It's a great deal. I'm still listening. I'm, I can be swayed. Ahead, you can be swayed. Yeah, no, we, we got some uh, great comments from the viewers as part of our What the Internet is Saying, which is Whoa. sponsored by our favorite airfoils in America, oh. PCC Airfoil. Airfoils. Yeah. If you're looking for a job Yo. with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All the locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mender, Wycliffe and Minerva mm. are hiring yeah, for all visit positions the starting branch. at $18 an hour. The Menor branch. branch of Airfoils benefit is packages, great. Paid time off a and campus. a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. So here's what we tweeted. Are we oh, encouraging yes. people to Air buy Airfoils Air or to Air get involved in the aerospace Both. industry? All of Whatever. Okay, great. Do it all. Up Menor, though. I don't think you said Menor. Go right. get that 18 no. an hour. You know what you could do on 18 an hour? You could win on 18 an hour. Yes, Go you get can. Absolutely, you can. Parlay that. So we asked the internet, yes. using only a GIF, what's your initial reaction to the Injoku extension? Steve, let's cut right to the next video here, and we'll get to four internet reactions. This was the first one. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> no explanation needed. Number yeah, two, no. Steve. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's bold. And number four. Okay, Walter's loving it. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we drop the tell line so oh, we I can see what kid. the uh, Is that kid says? excited or, like, taken aback? Oh, oh I no. see. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see it. Yeah. The whole, the whole, we're just seeing part of it. The whole gif is he walks into the room uh-huh. and he immediately sees something and he gets spooked and he turns around and he leaves the room. We didn't have time to show you that whole gif, yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, I think there was only G one likes that really this. co-signs this trade. I, I need to hear from him why he likes this because I don't get it. <clears throat> See, this is the easy part about this, man. I'm, let's let's talk economics here, mm-hmm. right? Let's talk about you 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 you're doing futures here, right? Your money today might not be your money tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. So you take your money and you invest it. You don't you don't buy the stock price when when it's at an all time high. You buy the stock price when it's medium, and you you go and think, okay, well, what is this stock gonna do two to three years down the line? I'm looking at a long term investment here. 
if you look at a guy like Greg Olson, right? Everyone thinks Greg Olson is great. Great tight end, right? He has some great years. You know, Greg Olson did not have a thousand yard year until his eighth year of the game. What? 2007, 391 yards. 2008, 574. 2009, 612. 2010, 404. 2011, 540. He finally did something in his sixth year in 2012 when, when, when he went to the... Oh, this uh, would be Njoku's fifth, sixth he year. He was probably making 300,000 yeah. each of those and, years, too. But <laughs> Exactly. When you, when you take a look at what, what Njoku was doing, you look at these guys. George Kittle's making a m- b- uh, bunch of money. Dallas Goddard. All studs. Uh, Dallas Goddard. Goddard is not nobody's. Oh, uh, like I'm not scared he of him. He hasn't. He hasn't produced like it, the they numbers. like him though, and they think he's got a ton of upside. Been, he has, I, yeah. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have paid Goddard that either. 14, I wouldn't either. Fourteen for Goddard. And, and, no. Everybody else on that list is worth and, every and penny. See, on right. It, though. And so here's what you think: when you get a Deshaun Watson, let me get. Let me run a couple routes. I'm open too. Mm-hmm. You got a running game. You got all the, the fixings up front. You got the line. You can run play action. There's going to be people walking right open. Amari Cooper is your best receiver you've had since 99. I'll put it on the books. Harrison Bryant couldn't be that guy. Yeah, if that's the case, for a lot less that, money. Yeah. And, we, and we have an affinity to tight ends. You know Kevin Stefanski want 10 tight ends. So he's like, okay, well, look, we got rid of Hooper. He's not no good. Well, let me just give some of the money to Dan Joker. We have a history He's of no- overpaying tight ends. Hey, that's for here's sure. Here's the thing, G. Here's what I got. I got a problem with this on multiple levels. Number one, what's the rush? I get what you're saying. Maybe you get you it. Got on him the on a tag floor. for this year. I just don't know. Let's say he has a magnificent season, right? Let's say he he has 85 catches. For 1,113 yards and nine touchdowns. Well, then, then G's right. Then he's no, the highest rate tight end in the game. No, then G's no. right. Okay, so you're paying him 16 million. So it's only two million more. So let me give you this. Bull. What I was, was the re- point? Re- really quick retort, though. Yeah. Who cares about the money? Well, who, who, if who, there was no salary cap, who, we never even had this conversation. By, by, right. the, way, by the way, let me give you this. Who have the Browns not been able to go sign because they gave somebody else Trent. money? JC Treader and JC Treader was okay, but he's not no All Pro. Second best yes, center in the league is. last year. Second best center in the league. Yes, he I, is. JC Treader is an All Pro. Did, did, did he nope. make the Pro Bowl last year? I don't know. I don't know either. No, JC, I don't know either. But I, I'll take JC Treader and, uh, and pay the salary. JC Treader is a much more accomplished it. center than Njoku is. And the he's end. old. He's thirty-three years old. But he was still really good last year. He never I, misses any time. I, I look at it like this: He's twenty-four. He has all the intangibles. He got the talent. He can move. He's vertical. He looks the part. He does the part. He's improved in his blocking. And if you think about it, why would I take my money and yeah. give it to somebody else when I don't Keep know what up, they're Mikey. about? I don't know what yeah, type Mikey, of game they I'm got. Not asking it, but they didn't need to give this money to anybody. Who's the replacement? G. I'm not replacing him. He's Look on the franchise right now, What do I got to pay him? Right. Look at your screen right now. Mm-hmm. What am I paying him for? We're Look at your paying. screen right now, and and I want to hear I want I want to hear what how G's processing this yeah. information right now. So mm-hmm. I, what I would ask is, who was his quarterback? Yeah. Well, okay. Who did Mark so, Andrews have at the second half of last year? M- Mark Andrews had. Listen, this the, the, was hurt. The whole system is built off two people. Mark Andrews and and, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Mark Andrews Lamar is their Jackson number one hurt. target. Lamar Jackson got hurt, and he, Mark Andrews still put up these numbers. He's still the number one target. You got to look at it. This David and Joku started off as the third tight end. Hooper got all his. Remember touches. when we were having this argument last week, and we said he drops a lot of footballs, and you said, oh, "I don't know, let me look at it." And then uh-huh. about thirty seconds later, yeah, he, you piped up and you go, "He's well time." He does drop a lot he, of footballs. He's, he drops a little too many footballs for my liking, right? 
But my thing is, I just can't make him the fourth highest paid tight end. The money when is, he's ranked 25th, 26th. This is in two this, this is my real question. And you, that none of you guys might drops. be able to come up with an example of this. I certainly can't because I don't have that kind of knowledge. But is there an example of another player that has been rewarded this handsomely based on potential? Re- not that I can and, and with a track record, not that like, I can remember. I'm not saying it's not right. I'm just saying, is there an example of that being successful, where somebody said, "You haven't produced yet, but we think you might, and we're going to give you this and much money." And you've had five seasons. And you've had to five do it. seasons. You know to do it. Let's settle this the simple way. Yeah, I can't think of it. I, I want to bring in. I want to bring in the voice of reason, Aditi Kinkwabala. Did I get it? Kinkwabala. Kinkwabala. Did I get it? Aditi, talk Aditi, to him. Aditi, help me. Talk to him. Help me. It's a great. Aditi, talk to him. It's a great deal. I know, but it's. I want to properly say your name for crying out loud. We need a tutorial. Fine, we'll take you got to you know, straighten out a, G here. You know what's funny about it is that, well, whatever, we'll move on. Let's talk about Njoku because, quite yes. frankly, I do think that the Browns overpaid for him. I do not think he is the fifth best tight end in the NFL. And I'm a little bit flummoxed that the expectation is he will most definitely have this amazing chemistry with Deshaun Watson. They haven't even played together yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's the voice of reason right and, there. And here's the funny thing, Aditi. Like, I saw when, when, I, tw- when I tweeted my reaction that I, w- I thought this was a head-scratcher, that so many people said to me, well, Deshaun Watson's going to make him a star. Well, if Deshaun Watson can make anybody a star, then what the hell do I got to pay this guy for? Right. But, and, Harrison and Bryant kind of, can be that well, guy. And to that point, guys, we don't necessarily know. I mean, a player can be an amazing player and not necessarily have chemistry with somebody. We just saw that with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. versus Odell Beckham Jr. with Matthew Stafford. So just because they believe in Njoku, and he's never been that security blanket. When you think of these tight ends, when you think of what Heath Miller was to Ben Roethlisberger, when you think what Mark Andrews was not only to Lamar Jackson, but then to Tyler Huntley, it is a security blanket. David Njoku has never been that guy. No, And, and so and, why but, do we suddenly expect him to be that guy with somebody that he's never played with? And, and my and example to that, Aditi, to, to your point, look at the talent that the Kansas City Chiefs have on offense. Look at the weapons they have. But when you go back and you think about these huge plays that the Chiefs have to pick up, it's third and 15, you almost know they're going to Kelsey. The defense almost knows they're going to Kelsey. And they go to Kelsey and they get the first down. If, If Njoku becomes that guy for the Browns, thank the Lord. I think this is a great deal, but he's never been that guy. I've seen nothing right. that tells me he's going to be that guy. And for that kind of money, I want that kind of security that you talked about and, and that Kelsey provides for the Chiefs. And I don't think we're going to get it. And Jay, when you look around the division, I mean, yes, obviously Mark Andrews. I'm a huge Mark Andrews fan. But the Steelers' rookie tight end, Pat Fryermuth was almost more reliable and more money a year ago. I mean, clearly the Steelers felt very comfortable going to him, and he turned into a touchdown machine. That's what you want out of your tight end. And we just haven't seen Njoku do it yet. Is he capable of doing it? Sure. I mean, obviously, he was a first-round pick who came in lauded, who there were very high expectations for. And to some degree, your contract is for what you are promising, what your future is, as opposed to what you've already accomplished. So the Browns do believe that. I will say this, though. Austin Hooper is gone, and you were just talking about Austin Hooper maybe take cutting into some of his touches. But when I did that chalk talk with Kevin Stefanski a few weeks ago, just before I was in studio with you guys, he was specifically asked for one young player that he was looking to make a jump. 
And the one he named was Harrison Bryant. That's fascinating. A guy who plays the same position as yeah. Njoku. That's fa- and, and they could have had Njoku on a tag for a year. And yeah. if he does become that guy, finally, in year six, then you pay, right. him. You pay him. But there's, then uh, you pay to, him. To me, Agreed. there's no down. What is the downside to the move? That you're that he stays the guy that we've seen the last five years. Below so, average so, player. So, so, so here's here's my could here's, affect you signing somebody else next year. So here's the thing: you yeah. you sign Austin Hooper. He yeah. wasn't no good. You cut right. him after two years. Right? Did it hurt you? Yes. Yeah. But I, I mean, how, how, I mean, what, what, what did it cost you in not getting someone else? Here's the thing, G. If not Hooper for that same chunk of money. We could have had a productive player that could have made the Browns a better yeah. team. So here's Hooper the thing. did not make the Browns a better team. So here's what he made you, us worse. And so that is why David and Joku and, and, and Bryant are behind him and they gave him the money because they said, hey, we're going to move on partly because you didn't do anything, but partly because we think David and Joku can be a bigger part of the offense. And I also look at this. Hmm. I, I always talk about this with quarterbacks, right? And, and, and so it's either like they get all the credit or they get all the blame, right? Right. So I'm going to ask myself and I'll ask the panel. Is it a coincidence Odell had the worst year of his life? No. Is it a coincidence Jarvis Landry had the worst year of his life? David and Joku's numbers are down. So well, well, wait a minute. In Landry's case, he was hurt and the guy had never been hurt. Uh, I mean, he was hurt a couple years. What I'm saying is it, it matters who's throwing you the football. I know, but Baker's been throwing to them for a couple of years. And, and, and have they had crazy numbers? No, no, but did it matter when Tyler Huntley was throwing the ball to Mark Mark Andrews? It didn't didn't matter. Mark Andrews was still ridiculously productive. I don't I I just think that if you're a guy that catches the ball, you find a way to get open, you become a security blanket again. I'm using that same phrase that the quarterback feels he can feed the ball to you and And it, it just feels too easy to blame this on Baker or blame this on the offense a year ago. David Njoku has never had 60 catches. He's never had 1,000 yards. Heck, he's never even had 700 yards. And that's a problem. And Aditi, how many times did we see Baker throw the football to Njoku, hit him square right. in the mitts, and the ball ended up on the carpet? The yeah. I saw that a lot last I'll year, give, G-Boy. I'll, I'll, give you that. I'll give you about the drops. All I'm saying is this. Yeah. When you look at the money, you got Dallas Goddard, you got some of these other guys. Yeah. Is he Kelsey? No. Is he Kittle? No. But he's paid like them. But as a coach, as an organization, everybody ain't going to come out an A-plus player. They believe that they, he has the raw materials to do what he needs to he's do. He's going into year and, six. But here's the thing. He's still young. Yeah, some tight ends develop. The only thing I'll say to G's argument is there are some tight ends that do develop late. It is a position that guys can develop late. It's true. But he I hasn't think, I think, developed yet. But he hasn't I developed mean, at all. Why are we paying him? Because we just think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. That's and that's the bottom so line. He, somebody said to me, "Well, he would have he would have held out and not played on the franchise tag." That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. That guy who's done who's been a below average player is going to pass up on a chance for eleven million dollars on a franchise. Aditi, there's no way he would have sat out. Aditi, you know this organization. Well, you tell us what they're thinking. Really, what do you you tell us what you yeah, think? Why, why do, do you this? think they did this? Just out of curiosity. I don't. Well, you know what? I, I can't give you an answer to something that I don't understand at all. I do want to make one other point, though. You know, a player can get paid and then be so motivated to prove that he's worth every single penny. I would argue that TJ Watt did that a year ago. A player could be paid and he could get complacent. Do we know for sure that David Njoku is going to go out there every single day with the attitude that he gets a little mopey? This insane contract that you've given me. Hey guys, we've got a history here. 
Where was Njoku with the organization a year ago? Pouting. 18 he months he ago. He wanted to be traded. He wanted That's to be traded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want his third order depth chart. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. The coach hasn't changed. Though. I'll say this. Aditi will be back. We will all be back. Book it. <laughs> but the rewind point, the tape, McDougie. Here's the right, bottom line. Re, I know. Put the put it <laughs> down. Rewind the, the tape when David and Joku balls out. But even when he if gets he does, his 10 I still think it was a bad move. Why? You can't. Because that's what not was, why not wait till he does it before you pay him? Because that's not the way what life works. You you don't get paid based on like here's the thing. Every we 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 even project our husband and wives. When you, when you don't marry your wife today. We didn't project with Baker. Well, no, hold on. Smartly. Hold on, hold on. You want to go there. Matter in three days. No, so no, no, no. no, 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 no you you project. When you, see, when you see somebody, they're not a finished product. product. What, you're, what you're saying is, okay, can you rear children? So you're I marrying on potential. Oh, it's a potential. <laughs> she has potential to be a hell of a woman. And, yeah, now, and, and, and actually, she married me on potential. Sometimes. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what I'm talking about. The problem is sometimes you get a Dogecoin. And then it's worthless and just goes under. Aditi, um, imagine if we were having this conversation just for one second. Imagine if the Browns were to give Baker Mayfield a deal like this that would make him the fourth or fifth highest paid quarterback in the NFL after what we've seen from, from what, four years? And all of a sudden now we think, oh, he's got a big upside. He's got big potential. This city would have lost their mind if yep. after last year they would have signed Baker. They already did. To they the fourth. No, they didn't. They gave him a T, and they can't get off the eight. But I'm talking about making him the fourth highest paid for an extension. Like they just did with David logic. and Joker. Look, I've said this over and over again that I really believe in Andrew Barry. I think Andrew Barry is one of the smartest, brightest minds in the National Football League. But quite frankly, I don't get this. And the next time I see him, I'll tell him. I mean, tell I'm him. sure he's watching right now, right, guys? He does he watch. Oh, he's no. huge. He's crazy. He he's on next. It really doesn't. And I would actually venture to say, I would rather have Mark Andrews and I would rather have Pat Fryermuth if you're going around the division. Well, gosh, I would I can't too. even remember who the Bengals tight end Bengals, is now that I, he's I signed, uh, what's his name, who used to be on the Ravens. Um, and then he went to Atlanta last year. Oh, he Hurst. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they lost their tight yeah, end, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, he's but gone. Uzama went to the Jets. Yeah. When you go around the division right now, you really think, besides G, because G clearly thinks that David Njoku is going to have the best season of any tight end ever in the history of the <laughs> no. National Football <laughs> 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 He's going to be better than Fryermuth yes. and Mark Andrews. I don't. Fryermuth. Oh no way! I would take he's him better Fryermuth. Andrews, no. no. I think Fryermuth. It could go either way. I'm not completely. Well, he's sold got a new Fryermuth. quarterback now there too. There so you we'll go. See. Yeah, but he's not any good either. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he's so dismissive. It's, it's a flat-out embarrassment. Anybody that would have a conversation about whether David Njoku is better than Mark Andrews is embarrassing themselves. Oh well, yeah. What we've seen. Do that. What we've seen so far, which is a large enough sample size. Not even in the same zip code. Yeah. But pay-wise, he's just beneath. Yeah, Mark Andrews is the best tight end in football now. He's better than Kittle. He's better than Kelsey. I still like Kelsey I, I still think he's, I mean, I think he's the best. Isn't this all irrelevant? Aren't they still just going to run the ball? I mean, really, Nick Chubb better get the most touches. That's okay. how I feel about it. So, Aditi, you know what? If that's the case, like, it's even more head-scratching. Can't right, because he's not really a great blocker. No. This isn't like... Now, blocking if he, if, tight end that you really desperately need in the run game. And, exactly. and by the way, outside of Kelsey, all those other tight ends making money, those other three guys are all with teams with the quarterbacks on a rookie contract. Andrews, mm. right, right, right. Uh, Goddard and Philly. They got Jalen Hurts, who they'll probably get rid of after this year. And then uh, who, who we forget Kittle. 
They're, they, Look, they got the best case scenario, gee, I'll give you this, is Njoku proves us wrong and proves you right. And he comes out and he balls out and he shows that he's worth every penny. I'm just saying right now, considering what he has produced and how long he's had to produce and take that step, we haven't seen it yet. So hey, that's why I'm going to ask yeah. Didi this. What, 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 what does his numbers have to look like this year for you to say it's a good contract? What, what would he have to, what, what, what would the Kelsey. bar be? For 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 Njoku. Ten touchdowns, a thousand yards. Yep. Yeah, I'll take that because that's yeah, okay. what you're paying him for. Okay. He, mm-hmm. th- that's the kind of contract that he. Yeah, okay, I don't want no. If he gets seven seventy with six touchdowns, uh, that's fine. That's yeah, but quality that's not tight end number numbers. four but tight right, end yes. money. Uh, Aditi, have you talked to right. any of your colleagues? What what are what are those in the national media or other GMs? If you've talked to anybody, are they making fun of us? What are they saying about the? Yeah. <laughs> what are they saying about this move? Because it's such a well, t- you know I. I do radio in Pittsburgh every Monday, and it was actually, even though the Steelers just named a new general manager and have rebuilt their entire front office and have bid adieu to somebody that's been there a long time, we spent a good chunk of time yesterday actually talking about the Njoku deal. And And this is unfortunately one of those things, I think in the rest of the division, the other three cities like to poke fun at what Cleveland does. What? And this is the time of year that. where it's not That's cool. ridiculous. But here's you know? the thing. Uh, Pony and all those guys on the fan in Pittsburgh, they sound like fools right now because they're hyping up Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. They sound like Browns fans for uh, until the last couple of years. I mean, they really do. They don't know what it's like to be looking for a quarterback in Pittsburgh. Well, I heard, some. wasn't it Pony that was going on and on about how good Pickett is? No, Pony loves Pickett. Oh Pony God. is just is, all in on the Kenny Pickett trade. He is trade. lost in the You know what? Soup. Trubisky's going to start the season. And they both stink, and neither one's going to be any good. And <laughs> Boy, pick, I hope on. you're right. Pickett's Brandon Whedon take Yeah, two, but you know what? Younger. I think Mike Tomlin thinks, here's what it is. Mike Tomlin yeah. thinks that he can play great defense, no. run the ball, no, and have a quarterback wrong. that doesn't make mistakes. Aditi, he's wrong. And he's, he, he's wrong. They didn't play great defense last year. <laughs> the only reason they finished over 500 is because Mike Tomlin – is a magical coach, and the fans there are idiots for wanting him fired. Because if they had just a, if they had any Browns coach, they would have won five games last year. Because Roethlisberger stinks, both those quarterbacks stinks. Najee Harris is overrated. Their offensive Dang. line stunk last year. Although Najee, I think they've improved He's overrated. He's, he's, he's fine. He's no, fine. He's not a top ten running back in the league. He's fine. He just got more touches than other guys. That's why he put up big See, numbers. See, that's the difference between a Bengals fan and a Browns fan. Yeah, you can do that and not be afraid that those words are going to come back. Why? To haunt you. I like the Bengals. Browns have a history fans of being can't good. do that because I am a ha- we, we I am a half better. Browns fan, and I'm speaking for all Browns but fans. But I, I just I, I can't. I can't the imagine Steelers that should the Browns, have been over under right. 500 last year. They will Wait be this year. How are you a half Browns fan? How does that work? He's I root for them when they're not playing the Bengals. I root for the Browns. He's not. He's a Bengals fan. You I can't root, root for the Browns to win, except when they're playing the Bengals. You I can't. do. I want them to win every other game. I just, I, I, I'm I not, want the Bengals the to go 17 and the Browns to go 15 The Bengals are set up to have another great year. You worried about a slump? You worried about? I'd be worried about repeating what you did last year. I'm worried about the defense regressing because I think the defense overachieved. I'm not worried about the offense will be even better. Joe Burrow, I wouldn't trade him for any player in football. I wouldn't trade Jamar Chase for any wide receiver in football. Neither would I. And their offensive line is sig- the, the only weakness on their offense was their line and they start signed three, one excellent and two good offensive linemen. They now have four legitimate starters. 
where they had and last year they had one. And didn't have to guarantee money beyond. I mean, Duke Tobin did right. business the They're way very the Bengals always those did contracts. business. Which They're very to smart him. with those. I give him I credit. I think you need to watch that Jesse Bates thing, though, Adam. I think you need to see: is he signing that tag? Is he not? Are they getting a deal play. done? What I don't happens, think he'll then? play on. Well, I'm if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He'll play on the tag, but he'll hold out from the whole offseason, though. And training. Well, I, but he'll and play. See, they all play. back end made that defense really go. The chemistry, yes. the way that that back Especially end played that second. Especially in the and playoffs. that has so much to do with Jesse Bates and Von Bell yeah. right there. By the way, I, I'm going to say this. I know people are going to go, Ooh, uh, but if Kenny Pickett were black, nobody would be excited about him right now. <laughs> Gee, you know this. Throwing down no, takes. Nobody would be excited. Wow. People, people Throwing are, them down. He's older white quarterback. He's steady. That's another word saying he's white. I mean, come on. People love these older white quarterbacks. Gee, Get you know, them. Wait, no, this Pickett? Nobody would be excited about Kenny Pickett if you're black. Nobody. Hey, Kenny Pickett is a really good guy. No, he's I don't like, care he's, he's a nice guy. I'm not here to talk about nice guys. I, we all thought Deshaun Watson's a nice guy. Now I'm sure. Look, look, you're gonna go, you're gonna take us down a road that will be the longest off ramp in the yeah, history that's true. of off ramps. So right. time. Seriously, I don't know that I want Everybody knows it's true though. Yeah, I know you. I know I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a serious question. You know I'm right. Yeah, hey, listen, we're gonna. We, we dap you up. Right. Hey, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Didi, what's going on with this Lamar Jackson situation? Oh, yeah. Is, is he going to get the bag? And when I mean the bag, I mean, is it going to be Josh Allen bag money? Or is, is, is are they trying to give him a little tear? Even under the Joku his, money. They, yeah, <laughs> Joku money. Guys, this is the most bizarre situation. And we know that Lamar Jackson doesn't have a traditional agent. That he and his mom, who, you know, his mom had him as a teenager. They're as tight as can be. They're our unit. They don't have a traditional agent. But the Ravens can't negotiate with Lamar's mom because she's not registered with the NFLPA. Oh. So they basically need to negotiate with the player. Mm. And the player's not interested in negotiating right now. I mean, wow. Eric DaCosta is on the record saying, we're ready to do a deal. We'll do the deal when Lamar feels some urgency to get it done. And right now, Lamar yeah. has no urgency to get it done. He's I not see, sitting here it, saying, is, well, I need to protect myself. Right. And I'll tell you this. This is really interesting. I've talked to two general managers around the league who think that even though Eric DaCosta wants to get a deal done and is saying everything publicly that he wants to get a deal done, both of these GMs have told me they think this actually benefits the Ravens that Lamar Jackson doesn't have this urgency because they think the Ravens shouldn't commit the amount of money that they're ready to commit to Lamar Jackson. Wait Let's a second. Wait a second, Aditi. Are you saying a couple of old white guys don't think Lamar Jackson should be? I'm making everything <laughs> racial. <laughs> no, you know what? I, a couple Aditi, of white guys Aditi, think Lamar's a flash in the plan. I know. Stop he's on a crusade. There, he's, on Stop a, he's on a crusade. Stop it. Is but Bill Polian one of those Aditi, guys? To your point, <laughs> it's one of those deals where if 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 the extension takes time and he balls out, they'll happily write the big check. But right. there are a lot of G a lot of GMs across the NFL that yeah. just aren't sure that Lamar Jackson's game is sustainable. Can he stay healthy? Exactly. Can he keep playing that way? Exactly. And 
It's tough. Bull, we talked about keep the Bengals. Moving as a passer. Th- those are yes, the same teams yes, who punt it. from the 40-yard line. Let's get out and kick field <laughs> no, goals Bull, to take the but points. Bull, the fact of the matter yeah. is, he set such a ridiculously high bar. And he wasn't good last year. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. And now, so now, he was give you hurt. That. You know, yeah. last he was year, hurt, but he was hurt, hurt. He was all hurt. year. But I don't, say, I don't give Baker a pass. I don't give Lamar a pass. No, he doesn't That's get it. a pass. He was yeah. hurt. We know that. But he yeah. wasn't the same guy. He wasn't. And if right. you're if you're the Ravens, first of all, you're furious at the deal that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Because now, yeah. if you're Lamar Jackson and you're watching this, you're gonna you're gonna want the same kind of thing. And 100%. if I'm if I'm the Ravens, I I don't even know if Lamar is if you can replicate that year after year after year. And at what point does it become an absolute non-starter that he can no longer be that guy? Because we're all as you get older and you're still trying to do things that you could when you were 23 and 24 yeah. after taking the hits that he's taken. I don't know that he can continue to play at that level, Aditi. And they have no wide Well, Jay, here's one thing that I would say, and I think that Lamar Jackson is a little bit more in the mold of a Josh Allen or even a Tom Brady to say he doesn't need the entire bag. I mean, the guy is as competitive as he gets. All he ever talks about is winning a Super Bowl. Josh Allen knew if I take everything, if I take 70% of the cap, I'm not getting teammates to play with. Sure. I'm not getting the support around me that I need. The same way Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback. Lamar Jackson is more of that mind and I think he's smart enough to recognize that there are other ways to make money you know if you win everybody eats it's kind of like Brady made so much money on endorsement deals Lamar Jackson has a clothing line he's willing to do other things so I don't know that he's sitting there and saying I need to get the most guaranteed money that's ever been promised to anybody in the National Football League Mm -hmm. I think he's thinking I need a team around me well if he's smart that's the way he'll play it Aditi, I know we have Thanks to let Aditi. you go because you're up against it, but thank you so much. We'll see you Thursday, you. right? You're thank back you. Thursday? Yep. Can't wait, Every, guys. Thursday. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Aditi, thank you. Always the voice of reason. I knew Bye. she'd come in and settle Bye. that Joku thing. Thank I you, knew Aditi. she would. She straightened you out. I, 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 I see. <laughs> settled that. Yes, yeah, she did. It was hard to watch. I, it was three against one before she came in the room. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah. Now yeah. it's five against one because Aditi counts for two. two. Plus the public and Twitter, they all agree with us, too, for the most part. And Twitter's never wrong. One gif agreed with you. Just one gif. McNuggets, what's up? We got good, bad, bad, bet. Steve, let's pull up the tombstone real quick. Big day. First time Big day in UCSS history. Big day. Whoa. Naylor even had an RBI. And you guys killed me for that. You guys killed me for that when I said he was going to have an RBI. And this makes a big change to the standings. Let's pull up 83, Steve, with the 3-0 performance. There we Chase go. Pass oh, there we go. Wow. All right, I'm in it now. I'm in it now. Wow. Polk is still on fire. G. Bush, the leader Mike. of the daily yeah. panelists. By the way, just to make myself feel better since I'm the last, we're still all over 500. So if you're that's over a, 500, yeah. we're making money. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. How long before we have a sponsor for this segment? Come on now. I mean, come on. We're tick, winning tick, tick, people we money. We got here. casinos. Come on, guys. Let's go. Casinos, Hop on. All right, let's get to today's. There's got to be some oil change place that wants us. Hey, first bet today Guardians. One and a half front favorites over the Royals. Quantrill on the mound. And you're G. The, Bush, the lone anti guard. You're, you're not feeling it. No. 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 Why do you hate Cleveland? All them sticks. If Njoku was pitching, he would <laughs> like <laughs> it. Right yep. If Njoku was pitching, you know he got five pitches, too. No. <laughs> you know he does. You know his problem is he can't catch the ball when the catcher throws it back to him. Too many drops. <laughs> got right. next. I, I think they're going to win. Go Number ahead. two. Another disagreement here. Under nine and a half runs in the game tonight. Bowl and Polk on the same side of history. J and G on the other. Yeah. I think it's a high-scoring game tonight. Do you? Yeah. 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 It could be. It could be. Three to two. 
That's, That's what I'm thinking more of like 3-2, three, 3-1, three, something like They've that. They've been hitting last three games. They, they are been, putting it together. Yep. They so are putting we'll it see. together. And their home, what a weird homestand. Three-game homestand. Don't waste my time with that. Yeah, and, and why are you? Why would you even have a three-game homestand, Major League Baseball? Hey, McNuggets, you got see you. You be having a lot of Guardians in here, bro. Where does NBA playoffs at, too, man? You be well, no no games. Games. There's no games. Find me some UFC stuff too. I don't know what it is. You just get it. We got. Don't we have Game Seven of the Stanley Cup? Uh, not the Stanley Cup. Final. The Rangers and uh, no, Rangers won. Rangers oh, it was on top of the Rangers in that one. Pick the, the Rangers won. Right. job on the show. Let me do my job, guys. All, All right. right, last no, one. You're good. You're Start good. using the, the biggest special. loser or something. <laughs> Will Austin Hedges get a hit tonight? Yeah. <laughs> you guys hate Austin Hedges. <laughs> you know, I almost went good bet just because I knew yeah. I would have been the only one to do it. And I'm trying to make up ground. I thought about it too. But then but I, I thought, <laughs> coming off my 3-0, and I don't want to lose. If it would have been Reach's base, I feel like I would have gone with it. Yeah, because then you've got but a chance Him to actually co- making contact and whatnot, that's a lot to ask. Yeah. For yeah. a professional baseball player. I don't think he's wrong for the Indians starting lineup, <laughs> oh to be honest. God. Yeah, it's not great. Sorry, right, Austin. Uh, we're taking a break. It's time to break. You guys got to get up. We got to move your chairs because mm. Serena Winters is in studio <laughs> right now. We got to get a fifth chair. Cavs courtside so reporter Serena Winters joining the program for the first time when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show comes right back. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.